season finale, season finale. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back. back to Therapist Watching Bravo with me, Amanda. And me, Madeline. It's our season finale. Yeah, yeah. We are super excited. We are excited. We've been giggling all morning. All morning. We're, I, I can't believe we're wrapping up season one. I know. We've been doing this for like six months. I was talking to Austin about that before I left. He was like, when did y'all start? And I was like, I think June. June. Yeah. So like we've been, we've been at it, Amanda. We've been at it. And it's been a fun ride. I'm having fun. And if this goes nowhere and everyone hates it, I don't care because I'm having a good time. Because we get to giggle <laughs> we on do. a weekly basis. And we get to marry clinical interpretation with dumbass drama. Our and I love it. two favorite things. Two favorite things. What is better than that? Literally, I can't think of anything better than that. I can't believe it. I've had like so much fun doing this. It's been fun, like the people giving feedback. It's been fun, like just to like think, marry our two things, like even more. Yes. And to get to hang out every week. Yeah. And it's so awesome. It's been a good touch point friendship wise. It's yeah. just been a win, win, win. It really has been a win, win, win. I love that for us. Yeah. Yeah. We are excited. It's season finale. We've talked about what we want for season two. Yeah. Expanding, getting better. Yes. I feel like, I mean, one goal for us is to get two mics instead of one next year. Well, we have two mics. We just need to figure out a way to have both of them work. So (laughs) that's been the only low of the podcast. I mean, seriously. I mean, and neither of us have the um, bandwidth or technological understanding to edit. Mm -hmm. So like, we're just one taking it. And I think I would rather have two mics and learn to edit. A hundred percent. Like, I just don't, it's just not going to happen. I feel like I would die. And we're tearing it up live every week, y'all. Like, this is, you're just getting therapist unedited content. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. It's the wild, wild west. It is the wild, wild west. Um, It's just been awesome doing the pod and it's fun reflecting. It is. I'm excited to keep going. Me too. Let's just keep fucking it up, Amanda. Let's keep fucking it up. It's going to be great. It is. Are we doing personal check-ins or what's your your vibe? How are you? My vibe is good. I'm feeling jolly. Madeline did come in jolly AF. I did. <laughs> Something happens to me in December. I can it tell. Was, it was Austin's birthday. I love like making a big Aww. deal of birthdays. And so I just am feeling like warm and fuzzy. That's so cute. Yeah. Like we went to dinner last night and it was, it was great. We, he had a good B day, I think. Yeah. You guys look so sweet. Yeah. You guys are so photogenic. Wow. Thank you. I know this is like on the pod, but you guys seem to see pics of Mel and Austin. <laughs> they are so photogenic and beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. For a long time, I used to think that that meant I was ugly in real life, but now I know it's just like I'm oh, no, prettier no. and no, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I didn't mean it like no, that. No, it means like, I'm like... Damn, like I never look that way in pictures. <laughs> like ever. You and Gardner, Gardner are very photogenic. We're I mean we're cute, but like <laughs> we, we don't take pictures in the same way. It's just true. Y'all are cute. Thanks. Cute little fam. Thanks. Well, what's your vibe? We're good. We're on the line of surviving and thriving. Yeah. And excited for the weekend. Excited for Christmas. Hell yeah. Although I do get this weird way, like I'm festive. AF, like yeah. the Christmas trees up, we got the lights on. You have your um, crate and barrel, like glassware, yes. drinkware. The decor is out. You do have to go, not as intense when you have a toddler because he'll just destroy shit. Yeah. Um, but I am like one of those people, like Christmas Eve, I'm like, 
I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. The tree's going up. Like, not even, like, in an intense way, but I'm like, we're on to the next. Yeah, no, honestly, I feel that way after holidays. I'm like, all right, wrap it up. Last year, Gardner's like, no, you can't take it down Christmas Day. Like, we can do it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, I'm ready. Because I love the holidays. I love being festive. It's, like, so fun. I look forward to the fall, like, every single year. But there's something about, like, when it's done, I'm ready for January. I'm not sad. Me too. I'm like, I'm ready for the clean slate. I'm ready for the new year. Same girl, same. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, I felt that way after we went on vacation this year. I'm like, all right, next thing. I'm ready for the next thing. Let's go. Maybe, I don't, do you think I need to be more present or is it good to just like move on to the next thing? No, I think it's fine moving on to the next thing. I, I think that is like a version of being present. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to stay. Like, it's just like, I really connected with you on. It's so exciting to go on a trip. Yeah. And then like the last day, I'm like, I'm ready to get home. Yeah. Like I want to teleport home, unpack my suitcase, ASAP. Shower in my shower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pet my dog, sit on my couch, watch my stories. Yeah. Like, I just want that. Yeah. So I get that. No, I think it, it just means like, it's really nice to have the contrast. Yeah. It's nice to be in it and then it's nice to be out of it and then it's nice to be in it again and then that's why you can like enjoy both of them. Do As a therapist, do you tell people that you can feel both things like very often? Yeah. Like I say that all, all the time. All things are true. All things are true. Like it can be multiple things. It's balance. It's both. Uh-huh. So like it's both. It is both. You know? Mm-hmm. I find myself saying that probably. Daily. Daily. Yeah. Like you're sessionally. allowed to... You're sessionally. Sessionally. <laughs> <laughs> well, yay. Season yay. finale. Okay. We have such a fun episode. Like, holy shit. We are going to, I think, really kind of deep dive, like, all the parts of Beverly Hills. I mean, yeah. Because there's so much juice. There's so much we want to talk about. It was a great episode this week. It's crazy from, like, all angles. Like, I know. Like, Denise being fucked up. Sobriety. <laughs> like, well, on a different way. Yes. Like, relationships. <laughs> like, it just is like, ah! There's, like, so much. And then, also... Our other favorite, Southern Charm. Yes. So let's start with Southern Southern Charm. Charm. Okay. Okay, tell the people how you've caught up because it's impressive. Oh my God. I am caught... I'm almost fully caught up on Southern Charm. So Madeline watched like all, what is this, like nine seasons in two months? Maybe. I mean, I've been pedal to the metal and like... I don't watch every second of every minute of it because they replay and they flashback all the important stuff. So it's like, you know... Like, you get the content. But you've got the gist. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely gotten the gist. And it is so good. It might be my favorite show on Bravo right now. It's, like, so good, but it's also, like, maddening. It's the one that riles me up the most. Same. Like, and I I don't want to sound anti-man, because I love men. Like, and then that sounds weird. But, like, <laughs> that was a little bit too much. Sorry, I'll take some beat <laughs> off of that. I love men. Um, <laughs> I work with a lot of men in my practice. Like, I really know, I, like, I... But it's all equal. Like, it's all we equal. love men, women. Yes, I love, And yes. everything in between, equally. Yes, so, and I, but the men of Southern Charm, in particular, frustrate me. We do not like those. No. We, we don't like the patriarchy. No, exactly. We don't like misogyny. Yes. We don't like sexism. Right, and, like... Y- I can love men and, and and acknowledge the world that we live in does not historically and currently favor women. Like, that's just, yeah. like, a fact. But, like, you know, so I don't want to sound like F the male experience. But, it, you know, at the same time, the men of Southern Charm. It's also hard because you just got, like, heavily dosed, like, with all of the episodes and all of the seasons. So you didn't even get little bites of it. And then you also got, like, the 10 years ago version, which is way worse than it is now. Oh, significantly, yeah. So you really got hit. So I get why you'd be bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I got a large dose of it. And I'm, in particular, a little bit irritated with Austin this in this season, as far as I've gotten. I'm just like... Uh, what I hate is that like 
it's okay to be messy. Like we yeah. are not, when we like unpack this and we like say people are messy with their relationships, it's not a judgment. It's just like we're kind of noticing what's healthy or what's unhealthy or how it hurts people or exactly. or helps people. Um, but I hate that the men are the men and women on Southern Charm are messy. I mean, that's what makes for great reality TV. That's like a part of like why right. we like it. But the men get off in a way that a off the hook at them. Is that a sexual? Like, oh, shit, that went a different way. <laughs> they, they get off, let off the hook. They get let off the hook, people. <laughs> Even they get off, like it's both. But that's that wasn't the one I was meaning. Both are true. Um, Two things the, can exist. They just like go after the women, like Catherine, currently Taylor, like in the past Madison. Yeah. And they do not go after Shep, we do, but yeah. um, they don't go after Shep or Austin in the same ways. Yeah, it's, and it, it it's feels very like upsetting. they get more of a pass. Yeah, they get like such a pass and no one's questioning it, but then like the women are crazy or yeah, sluts yes. or whatever it is. It's like the men do the same thing and like I don't like talking about anyone in that way. Yeah, yeah. I will say going back, I know we talked about this briefly whenever um, Whitney like was talking about the nudes with Taylor yeah. and all that stuff. Um, he handled it better than I thought he would. I don't know. Well, he, well, he, okay. He shouldn't have showed it to anybody else, but Patricia is the one who brought it up on camera. And I was like, Patricia. I know. I know. She is a messy, how old is she? she? 84 year old woman. Like, I mean, damn Patricia. Yeah. I I did not appreciate that. Why are you trying to take us down? Like Patricia. Yeah. Why? Women support women, Patricia. I know. Do less. Anyways. Do, do less. So, I don't know. I So, kind of jumping into Southern Charm, the past, like, two episodes, uh, one kind of important, like, topic is, like, Taylor was talking about, okay, I think it was Shep. <laughs> it might have been Austin, but I'm pretty sure it was Shep. And remember, Taylor and Shep were exes. And she was saying, like, I know him. I'm comfortable with him. I'm familiar with him. I loved him as, like, kind of a reason of why she was, like, wanting to, like, hook up with him or be with him again. Yeah. And it's just, like, hard because I understand that. But you you have to bring your heart and your feelings, like, along with your brain. Mm-hmm. And you can have feelings, and they can be real and valid and, like, understandable why you're having them. But then you also have to think about like what is also healthy or good for me right like you don't have to respond to every feeling that you have yes and like olivia was saying like i'm going to draw a parallel like the same thing as she was talking about like questioning her feelings for austin because they were getting friendly again and she's like what does that mean i have these feelings for him like i like him yeah and again it's like you can have these feelings for people that would just be normal and like they do have a good time together yeah but Austin, like, repeatedly does not act in a way that, like, is yeah. what Olivia wants. His track record is god-awful. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. <laughs> like, and so... And I also think that's, like, the shitty part. Not saying that they have, like, not to put, like, the word toxic on it. But, like, yeah. toxic stuff is fun. It is chemistry. It totally. is igniting. Yeah. But you have to be, like, does this also make sense? Right. And, like, is this healthy for me? Uh-huh. Is it healthy for him? Like, it's not making... Like, and there's room for logic and feeling. Like, there's, it's like, in the DBT world, like, that's a 
certain kind of therapy. There's something called the wise mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's both. Of it's those. both. <laughs> That's, I mean, that might be the title of this episode. It is damn both most all the time. <laughs> but like it's logic and feeling. And it's like to be just in the feeling mind, isn't healthy. And to be just in the logic mind, isn't healthy because like both are important data. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, can we marry these two? And it makes me think of like the reverse. Like when you get really fucking mad, yeah. that again is valid, but you don't just like go destroy stuff most of the time. Right. Like you're like, let me go for a run. Let me breathe. Let yes. me take a shower. Let me like call vent to my friend and vent to my friend. Yes. It's the same thing of like, you can have these feelings, but it is important to like emotionally regulate and check in with what actually makes sense to do. And something I also say a lot to my clients is, and I forget who initially originally said this quote but in between stimulus and response there is space and Mm -hmm. like most of the time in like mental health work like that's the space is what we're working with how to tolerate it yes how How to tolerate I have these feelings I like him I want to be with him but his track record has said like he doesn't want to acts like he doesn't want to be with me he said I don't want a committed relationship like how can I tolerate all of that yeah and how do I not just like respond immediately on the feeling that I have. And the tricky part is like that there's freedom in that. Yeah, there is. I mean, I, I get it. And sometimes like we're going to respond off the feeling. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, we're totally. human. And like if it's like a destructive pattern or an unhealthy relationship, it's like maybe I should check in with how I'm responding to this feeling. Yeah. And like, is this sustainable? Is it healthy? Mm-hmm. Those are the questions we must ask. Those... And I wish Olivia would ask these questions when, when pursuing Austin. And I Same it's news to me because like, where I'm watching in Southern Charm, she's dating Rod, and I'm pro-Rod. I'm pro-Rod, too. He is, like, like healthy. He's cute. He's nice. He's Some... respectful. I mean, as, as far as I've seen, I don't know if things change. Yeah, I season. don't think you've gotten to, like, ping-pong warfare, but yeah. people did have, like, some beef with Rod because he... And I don't know if I have this beef with him. He kind of confronted Olivia to be like are we going to exclusively date or not? Right. And he was like being like, I want to be with you. And people were like, that was too much on her after her brother died, which a part of me sees that. But then I thought from what I remember, the way he brought it up was really just like calm and to be like, where are you? Yeah. Like what's going on? And like, if you don't want to be, I just want to know. Which that's. And then he respected that. So I don't think that that is like the. Yeah. I feel like that's a fair question, but I, 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 yeah, I haven't seen seen that part. It's both. It's both. But he also wasn't like, I don't think he was pressuring her to be in a relationship. He was just like, yeah. in that bra gate, like happened with Austin. So it was like, what, what do you want? I'm just curious. Right. And even if it's just like so much has happened with my brother, I don't know what I want. It's just like good to like talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a that's good fine. answer. Yeah, that's a, an appropriate answer. Yeah, I and, think. Yeah, I feel like Rod would expect that answer. Yeah. And, like, and then you let it go. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um. The last point I just had from Southern Charm is like Austin and Olivia's relationship. It's like perfect for Austin, not for Olivia. And it's like perfect for the less committed person because you can still have all the fun and the chemistry and the banter mm-hmm. and the hanging out. But if you do want something more and the other person doesn't, I I think normally like that works for like a little while, but then you just get like mad and resentful because it has like a hard stop yeah so in the current southern charm like worlds olivia seems to want something more committal i don't know but like she has in the past yeah yeah i don't know where she's currently at but yeah i was just like this works out for him yeah for sure it may be working out for her but it just looks like it's definitely working out for austin yeah i where i'm watching in southern charm he just started going to therapy and i'm fascinated and 
I mean, but he's been doing these like patterns of relationships for a long time and like he'll get called out, called out, but he doesn't really get like this punished for it. Also, sometimes why I work a lot with couples, why yeah. I like working with couples more than individuals because I still love working with individuals, yes. but with couples, the difference is I can actually mm-hmm. see what's happening. Yeah. I'm not just getting self-report from people because like, I don't think like Austin goes to therapy and like lies about it, but you can, I I just can see how mm-hmm. there's a different feel to like what's happening in the therapy room. Yep. And then- obviously just reality TV is just what we're watching yeah. but then what's happening like on the show and there is like an incongruence there yes. and but it's just different with couples because I'm like oh I can see what's happening yeah, I can like, have my own assessment on it exactly you don't have to say anything because I'm watching it happen yeah. before my eyes yeah. and like people have different perspectives on how things go down yes. in individual therapy and so you can like work with that but if mm-hmm. you're not seeing the dynamic it does make it a little bit more challenging to like yeah. know the full story it's, it's not like lying or whatever but it is I, I get exactly what you're saying well and we all have different perceptions totally of stuff like even I the way I've not that I'm even I, (laughs) but I've, you know, had to, when I've talked things through with like you or Gardner or my mom or someone else to be like, Oh yeah. Like the way I was interpreting that was not what was really happening. Yeah. Because we all see it through our own lens of like our own history, how we grew up, all that stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll keep going. When is the, like, is the season finale upon us? Like, I don't know when the season finale is. Like, we're, like, 11 or 12 episodes in, so It's gonna be close. I feel like they don't, like... I imagine it's gonna end before Vanderpump. Yeah, I would think so. Because I feel like those are kind of, like, similar Mm -hmm. vibes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. Okay. Diving into... Beverly Hills! Oh, shit. I mean... Denise. <laughs> Do we start with Denise? I just, I think I could talk about this for an hour. I loved every bit of that. I feel like we got 0% from Camille. She, she I think maybe said two words, Yeah, like, right? I, yes. And like Faye moving away from Camille, I was like, good for you, Faye. Because mm-hmm. she was supposed to sit next to her at dinner and then like Faye was like, nope, not today, Satan. And she like went to the other side of the table and, and Camille was, was like, <laughs> let's yes, go. Let's go. Boundaries. Set it up for yourself, Faye. Just have a good night. If somebody called me the morally corrupt Madeline Hercamp, I'd have beef with them too. Mm -hmm. So go off, Faye. Go off. (laughs) Don't blame her a bit. Denise was on one. I know. It was wild. And the producers being like, Denise Richard is fucked up. (laughs) That was hilarious. I I just, I don't even know. The upside down jacket... Oh, I in know. the whisper fight between her and Dorit. I know, and I really think Dorit was trying to help her. No, genuinely, I think Dorit was coming from a good place, and just Denise was not on planet that's like Earth such with a us big all. Visual. You're fucked up. No, yeah. Your jacket's on upside down. <laughs> and Denise is like, I know what you're doing. I know. <laughs> it's like, she's trying to help you? Anything. Yeah, like she's trying to help you. And I think Denise, in her mind, she went in on so, like, so on defense and so, like, drunk or high or whatever she was that I think it was, like, really easy for her to be defensive towards everything and like read everything as a slight. Yeah. Like, and she was doing that with Erica too. I know. And I agree with Erica. No, it was so long ago. Uh, Yeah. 
And that in what it was, because I didn't even know what she was talking about. Me and it neither. was like about Erica talking about threesomes while her while Denise's kids were like a table over. And to me, that's not like I mean inappropriate. I I might have yeah. had some like like hey like yeah in the moment I'd be like hey that's not cool. But like I, it was weird that she held on to it for so long. It was probably something else too. But. Yeah, yeah. But then Erica could have chosen violence and she didn't. I love it. I love this journey for her. Because I think this is the part of Real Housewives that like I get sick of, of like the dramatic fights over nothing. And like, you know how Erica gets that voice when she was like, do not talk about my family. Like, you know, she gets like really like scary and like a caricature of herself. Yeah. I don't like that because it just feels like inauthentic and it feels like, like a total defense. Such an out of proportion response. Uh, You're just like, whatever, can we go to the next thing? Exactly. So it was nice to see her be like, you know what? I'm sorry. And yeah. she, they literally just moved on. And I thought she was so funny in her talking head to be like, I'm high. I'm confused. <laughs> You're ruining my high. Like, I just thought, because, like, that is what it is. Like, that is so much funnier to me and yeah. so much more relatable because I'd be like, I would feel the same way. Don't ruin my buzz. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, I'm vibing right now. And Denise's face when she said, I'm sorry, was so confused and she wanted to be mad at it. And then she was like, well, well, thank you. You're it just, welcome. It totally took... Thank, thank you. You're welcome. And then Erica's face just like not taking the bait and just being like nodding. Like, okay, Denise. That to me was so much funnier. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Her, I like sent a video to my friend because Denise's facial expressions in general were hysterical. I know. They were. Like sending me. That made my like year with Beverly Hills. That was everything I wanted It was more. such a good episode. Like it started hot. It I did. Mean, it just, it was everything. It came in hot. And any dinner party in Beverly Hills is bringing it. it like is. for years and years, it has just been dinner party from hell. The one in Germany, the one where Lisa throws the wine glass. I mean, these bitches should just not have dinner parties. It should be wild. Yeah. Chippy Wild. The doobie. Okay, also another thing at the dinner party that happened that I wanted to talk about was Sutton and Kyle's conversation at the dinner party. I... Okay, I have a little bit of a hot take on Sutton. Okay, go off. first, first, I mean, Sutton is, like, coming... I really understood Kyle's point of view of, like, you want me to feel sorry for you that you're getting more money and spending more time with your child. And you and don't like, have to move. And your ex-husband's, like, moving away from you. Right. And Tell you me where I'm supposed to empathize. So I, like, totally get that. Especially because they are of, like, the same class or, like, yeah. money, you know, right. extravagantly wealthy. Yeah. So, like, I get Kyle saying that. Yeah. And especially because Sutton, Kyle had a point, like, you want me to feel bad for you for something that didn't happen because Sutton was like all like I was gonna have to move or my ex-husband demanded I moved or whatever right and so yeah nobody feels bad for you for stuff that doesn't happen yeah but this is my hot take because like when Sutton was talking about like her ex-husband is like globally powerful and stuff like that I believe it I mean he seems I don't know what he does yeah but he does seem like wildly powerful and wealthy and in ways we probably can't even imagine right because we are not yeah. But I was like, it would fucking suck to be divorced from someone like that. Who's like would... really powerful. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. And I believed her. Like, I bet she had like a really good like team around her. So they were getting divorced. And I bet he had a better one because he had more money. And yeah. also, how much does it suck that she was like the stay at home mom, didn't work. And I know she gets like the 300K a month, which is like a shit ton of money. I mean, yeah. And like, I don't really have empathy for that. Yeah. Because like... it's just like, is so much. But I also bet he is so much more wealthy than that. Yeah. 
So like yeah, that there is suck. a power differential, I'm sure, and which happens in a lot of like marriage dynamics, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Not on that scale, yeah. But I do and that's think, why nobody feels bad for her. Yeah, exactly. But like, like more money than we'll ever have in our whole lives combined. A hundred percent. Yeah, but if it was like on a smaller scale, I think people could relate more. I think the part I was like relating to in my in my own personal journey, in a way of like it feels really. It's like no judgment, but it feels like very scary to me to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I think because I feel like I am a working mom. Yeah. And you need everyone needs to do what is like the path. For oh them. yeah, respect for stay-at-home moms, but, infinitely. But men can work like that because the women do stay home, and yeah. then, so when you get divorced and then things aren't fifty-fifty for forever. Yeah. Like that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I was like kind of relating to her on that, like, right. and then it would also suck if your son who you raised wanted to then go to London with his dad, like. Yeah. I would want I could see how that could hurt her. Or my kid to do what he what made him happy, but totally. like it would feel very upsetting. Oh, to I like, can't even I was imagine. The one home with you, I was the one that sacrificed more. Right, he and like, like I love you. He joined be with us you. at the end of the family vacation. That's like all he did, and then you want to go be with him. Right, like, that would piss that. I, yeah, that would hurt. That'd be separately to deal with from Wilder, but totally. So I could just see that point of view. Yeah, that it's. I think it's. It's not black and white with Sutton. I think Sutton's defense mechanisms are irritating the shit out of me. I think she, honestly, to be transparent, I think she brings up, she must remind me of somebody because I, she is, she brings up a lot of frustration with me. She'd be triggering you. She'd be well, triggering me. Well, she is me. really bizarre. It, yeah, and it's, it's so defensive and like saying this these outrageous insulting things and like yeah. not picking the wrong time to have these arguments. Like it's just frustrating. And saying stuff that's just out of pocket. No, like out the sister of fucking pocket. Comment, do you want to lose another sister? It doesn't even make sense. That has layers. It's just of, like a jab. It yes. doesn't make sense. And then she was friends with Kathy. It's so presumptuous because it's I like, bitch, Kyle has so many friends that she is That's closer I mean. to than you. It's like, like, it's such a jab, but it's also like, you don't know what you're like, talking what about. What are you on? And also like, she's friends with Kathy, which is a whole dynamic. And you could tell that that was frustrating to Kyle and like hurt, hurtful to Kyle. Like she was like, yeah, thanks for sticking up for me. Like, you know, and so it's, there's a lot there in that comment. and But also that was insulting as fuck because you know Kyle is really sensitive about her sisters. I know. And so it's just like... And why would you get involved in family stuff like that? Like, I, it's just so weird. It's so bizarre to me. And yeah. I just feel like that Sutton has a particular, like, amount of, like, la- or lack of self-awareness that is frustrating to me. Yes, and I think that my hunch, just from watching the show, is, like... It would be miserable to like have gone through that divorce and stuff like that. And it is just coming out like so sideways. And yes. I, I get a sense that she has not really dealt with all of the ways it has made her angry and bitter and defensive exactly. and pissed off at the fucking world. Because totally. like that makes, I would get why she would feel that way. And yeah. then, but it just, it, it be coming out really weird. Yeah, really And it's so weird. off-putting and it makes people not like her. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's, I mean, this is true for all of us. Like when we don't do like, quote, like the work that we always talk about, like in therapy and mm-hmm. like healing, like we're gonna... It comes out. It comes out sideways. It comes out wrong and it can be defensive and it's not healing for your relationships. Like Just we, because you like avoid it or don't deal with it or like yeah. it is still there. Right. And what happened to you is not your fault and it's your responsibility, responsibility to untangle that yeah and so it's frustrating to me that Sutton just stays in these patterns and like a lot of the women do but like that's why I feel so like warm towards Erica right now because I see that she's doing it some work okay because like if in that conversation like 
Sutton had gone to Kyle and be like, I just got like fucked up from this thing my right. ex-husband did. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm feeling really upset about it. Like that would have been. Yeah. And she did say that partially, kinda. but it's it kind of, but it, it came out so sideways and everything else that she was saying that it's like the message got lost. Yeah. And then, so it becomes not about that anymore. And she has been so like bizarre and odd that like Kyle wasn't even in a place to be like empathetic. Cause it's just like, you've already done a whole bunch of other shit. I'm not trying to like raid between the lines yeah. and you also just jab me. So. Right. So like, I'm not doing this right now. Yeah. And like, and she still says like, you know, I love Sutton, whatever. I don't think she's writing her off, but I think she is pretty hurt by her. And like the dinner party was not the place to have that conversation. Like Kyle doesn't owe you anything. First of all, information wise. And second of all, like, of course she's going to be defensive if you're coming at her aggressively. Yeah. Like anybody would be. Yeah. You have to have a soft and startup. That is like to, a soft startup. <laughs> John right. Gottman. Yes. But yeah, it's the weirdest thing when you're like screaming and being mean to people. Be vulnerable. Be right. open. Be Ex- authentic. It's like, Nah, you look crazy. Yeah, like, no. And no. The, and like force creates resistance. If everybody's like, ah, force creates resistance. It does. And it's like, if you're, if you're going to like be and like, I get Garcelle. I understand. There's a part of me that appreciates Garcelle being like, all right, let's just cut to the chase. Because Sutton was not like saying it. She was like, tell me what's going on with your household or whatever her fucking voice is like. And like Garcelle was like, all right, the husband, the husband, that's what we're talking about. And like, you could tell, obviously Kyle was not ready to talk about it, but I'm almost like, okay, at least Garcelle just like said it. Like Sutton was dancing around it and doing all these theatrics. And it was like, what are you saying? I agree. So, Oh, there's so much there. It's a rich tech. And I think that Kyle is so secure and successful and like she has it going on. And I think she makes other people insecure. Maybe I have a blind spot for Kyle. I have like, I'm a season like ticket holder for Kyle. I freaking love her. No, I mean, I feel like the same way. I know her like marriage is in like a rocky spot, but, and she has trouble with her sisters, but it does feel like she feels grounded in other ways yeah and, and happy yeah and, and she's not perfect no no we don't you mean know. it like that but I, I could see how other people could be that would throw them off totally it's like what do I do with you okay why do I have written down Garcelle and Dorit what was that about mm, I don't even remember we'll come back to it Morgan Morgan have we talked about that part let's talk about that part the so, tattoo I didn't think that was like that crazy Morgan has so many tattoos. I don't think... I, like, I've seen people on the internet saying that that was, like, a controlling thing of Kyle to do. Yeah, I people need to take chill it with that, that way. Yeah. I think the internet is coming for Kyle, and I'm like, yeah. no. Stop. No. Stop it. And I, I think I hate... And this is, like, one of the reasons I like doing the podcast. It's, like, when people just be saying out of pocket weird stuff like Kyle's controlling Morgan or they're like disgusted with Kyle because Morgan is like so young but I'm also coming from the belief that like I don't think they really have a romantic relationship yeah again I don't really think people would go after Mo if he was with a super young person like the same way they'd go for Kyle so that's like another thing get him Amanda um but I don't know I, I I think I also did not realize that Morgan was also sober. So I could just so totally see. Yeah, they're connected on a lot of levels. I don't know if it's sexual. Like, I don't I don't know about that. But, like, they're clearly very connected. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's having some, like, affection void at home mm-hmm. that I think she's trying to fulfill with this yeah. friendship. Which, like, 
makes sense. It kind of makes sense because like things have been flow in life, and yeah. Mo's been gone a lot. He's yeah. building this global brand, like. And what really made sense to me is like I saw online this week of her one of Kyle's like closest friends died by suicide. Yes, I think it was before the season, and it seems aired. like yeah. Mo is like absent, and I could just see when you're going through all of these things, and your mm-hmm. husband is like absent emotionally or whatever it is, like yet again, and then, mm-hmm. I mean, Kyle also seems to be. We don't know all of her friends, but, like, one of the only sober people. So, like, that's, like, a real bonding thing about, like, why you got sober and how it helps and the impact it has. Right. And, like, that, and a Morgan could understand her in a way that, like, a lot of people in her life couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just think that, like, people get so riled up and on bandwagons on the internet about stuff because we, like, see things that reflect things in our own life. Like, and I to be frank, right. like, I feel the same way about Sutton. And that's why I say, like, I think she's. Yeah. Like, I'm inflamed because, like, she's reminding me of people who have been really defensive in my life and, like, totally. nonsensical and just make things, like, bigger than they have to be. And so I think that brings out something to me. So if you have a big reaction, I think it's... We Be curious. About this. Be curious. And, like, we we have not liked different people. And then it's like, oh, what does that say? Yeah. Like, why do what? we not like different people? Yes. And that is the work, everyone. That is, that is the work. You're looking internally of, like, okay, but what does it say about me? I, yes. I, I think, like, the other thing with Kyle that, like, I feel for her on, and I think this is, like, another thing where you should examine your own relationship, is people pressuring her to drink or it make being such a big deal about yeah. being sober. And, like, in some ways, like, I can relate. Because I've gone through, like, alcohol, like, really affects me, whether I get really sneezy or headache. You or do get sneezy. I forgot that. A <laughs> terrible hangover. <laughs> like, even, at, like, after, like, a glass or two of wine. Right. Um, I also just had a very traumatic experience two years ago. <laughs> the Christmas <Right>. party. <laughs> I remember. Where I acted like I was at a Christmas party, and I'm like, I will never do that again. <laughs> and I have a experience. phobia. Yeah. A phobia of, like, being drunk. Because um, <laughs> it's just been so unpleasant for me. Yeah. But I... My point is, so, like, I've gone through periods of, like, where I just, like, don't drink right. or just because, like, it really makes me feel bad. Yeah. And it is so weird when people push back on it. I know. It's, because I, it's not even a thing. I'm not telling you to not drink or Kyle's not telling other people to not drink. She's just, just like, not drinking. Yeah, and I, I think that there's a few things at play there for people. Like, sometimes I think it can be projection. It's like, oh, you're not drinking. Like, am I doing something wrong by drinking? I'm going to pressure you to, like, do this with me. Like, I think that can be part of it for some people. If I've ever done that in my, like, in my college days, if someone wasn't drinking, it was probably just because I was like, let's, like, let loose and have fun. You know, it was probably, like, yeah. a little more innocent than what I just said. But, you know, it's like... Like, it, it is interesting. It's like, people can still be fun. Like, Kyle is still fun. Yeah. And, like, herself without the alcohol. She still goes out. Yeah. And, I mean, it is, like, a little bit different. But but not in a, a bad way. Not in, a, right. like, a less fun way or something like that. And I bet you she would still do the splits and do her hair twist or, like, she still helicopter got thing. On stage. On at st- the That's right. At the Magic, magic Mike. Mike. Oh, God. Okay, this is another thing with Sutton that frustrated me. Whenever she ripped out the freaking joint at the table, first of all, I know maybe this is just my upbringing, but, like, that is bad manners. That's bad fucking manners. You are, like, smoking in someone's house. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, the the person that you're fighting with, you're going to rip a joint at the freaking table and this is the same woman at the magic mice show who was like i am on the whatever for the ballet like i can't be doing this and then meanwhile she's like i'm gonna rip out this joint girl don't you think it's like some kind of like power move she was trying to have and like i just feel like she's trying to prove something like do 
less. I, do less. Yeah, do less. I, she's really got something going on. I don't know if she's feeling insecure or yeah. vulnerable or like what it is, but something is like clearly I happening. Think I think that's what's frustrating to me because we're not really seeing. I don't. What think is that, happening? I don't think we're seeing the authentic side of her. I think we're seeing all these like smoke, <laughs> literally in mirrors, yeah. <laughs> and like it, it's just deflection, defensive, whatever. And it's like hard to get to the heart of it with her. And I feel like this is so interesting because I feel like it's such a like parallel to real life of like when people aren't being like open with you, mm-hmm. it is so hard. Yeah, like that's why. It, like it is. couples go to therapy. That's why like friends have fights or yeah, not the only reason, but but, that's but people thing. do want to. It is really hard when all this off putting stuff happens instead of being open. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I like for me like such a big value of mine is being authentic. Like I would rather be authentic than like put together and like private and just I, I maybe I could be more mysterious, but I just I just I can't. <laughs> like I'm not that mysterious cool girl. I am <laughs> just neither. gonna like lay it out there. And so it's frustrating when you see somebody trying to put on something mm-hmm. it's like just stop like let yeah. me see you it let me like, connect with stop. you yeah yeah because it is you just want to connect that's 100 percent it that's exactly it damn i wish i could talk to sutton about this sutton if you're listening sutton if you're listening we want to connect yeah i want to connect we want to know we want to help that's right um okay last point i thought Dorit and pk's conversation was like very interesting yeah about their kids being homeschooled or like going back to school and i just thought I don't think PK, like, is trying to be malicious, but, like, he's pretty dismissive with his stuff of, yeah. like, not understanding the PTSD, not taking time to do that or connect with Dorit on it. Like, not, it seems like he's not around as much as Dorit based on that conversation and to be like, I've raised three kids before I ever even married you. They need to be in school. Yeah. And I understand his point. Like, there is, like, a lot of benefits of, like, kids, especially, like, seven and nine, I think, are their ages, of, like, being in school. Totally. And, like, not just being home all the time. Yeah. It's good for socialization and all sorts of things. Yeah. And like just like being a part of the world and like learning you're not at the center of it. 100%. Um, And you have to respect other people. Uh, But he, the way he comes off is just dismissive. Yeah. And especially like when he's like not around. Yeah. I would just see how like that'd be really like hard for Dorit. Yeah. It would be hard to swallow that if like he's coming in and like being an armchair, you know, parent essentially. And Mm -hmm. then she's like, Hey, I'm very in tune with their needs. I'm here day in and day out. And he's not being curious or asking. Like, I think that's what rubs me wrong. Do you think this, why are you so scared? How can I help you with being so scared? Yeah. Like what are the big speed bumps here? I want to understand. I want to help navigate or what do you see this plan? Mm -hmm. Like how can we kind of, meet in the middle it's just like no I think this is better yeah he's not coming from a curious stance yeah at all it's very like you're wrong like let's do this instead and like he I don't disagree with his point I just think I know he, the I think way, he has a good point yeah the way he's delivering it is so like invalidating to Dorit mm-hmm. and like it's frustrating because I know that like if you weren't in the trauma, it's hard to understand and fully connect to someone's trauma, but like you have to give them some space and try to be more curious than what he's doing. I feel like he's not trying really hard to understand it. Yeah. I think he's more just like bothered by her reaction, which like if I was her, I'd be really hurt by that because she doesn't want to have that reaction either. And she said that too. I don't want to be this way. Yeah. No, she's, and I, you know, it might take some time for her to untangle that. And like whenever she was talking about, that experience of like, you know, I, in my head, I saw my kids like not making it that night. And like, I can't unsee that. And 
yeah that's pretty fucking traumatizing yeah like of course you're gonna like ha- be untangling that for a minute mm-hmm. and so it's it's frustrating that pk is like well you know you're not acting like yourself like you're not doing all this stuff like yeah of course she's not acting like herself like she's changed yeah like drama does that to us it does and like hopefully and trauma is hard to understand but it's it just is. it's yeah he he I wish that he would do more. Yes, I I agree. And have a little bit more of a finger on the pulse. And I feel like I always, like, I try to do this in my life and, like, also when I'm working with people, of, like, it goes so much better when you just try and connect. Yeah. So not problem solve of, like, if they should go to school or not. Yeah. But of, like, just to connect on, like, why is this so big? Why is this so scary? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on to, like, make you feel that way? Yeah. Um. That that would go so much further. 100%. Because then when you feel connected and, like, each of you gets each other's points of view and their feelings, even if you have, like, disagree or opposing ideas, it's like, well, they get me. Yeah. We're not just, like, you know. You're not going to agree on everything, but you want to be on the same team. Yeah. Like, and you want to at least know that. You're not just digging your heels in on why your side is better than theirs. Yeah, no, you want to have faith that your partner is at least going to understand how you feel and hear you out, even if they disagree with you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a little disappointed in PK. Historically, I've like, kind of like, I don't know, they're funny funny. to me. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I hope they figure it out. I don't know actually what's going on with them. Are they separated? Like, what's the deal? Do we know? I thought they were, but I don't think we've had like updates since like the initial happening. Damn. So we don't know. It'd be like that. It'd be I'm like sure that. The truth always comes out. We will find out. We'll find out eventually and we'll be talking about it on the pod. Next season. Next season. Woo! Woo! Well, that's our episode. That's our season. That's our season. First one done. Season one is a wrap. We've loved doing this. This is so fun for us. And like, I think... Thank you to everyone who texts me or DMs us or whatever. Like, it means so much that people, like, actually enjoy the pod and, like, listen. We love it. And I hope that every single person listening knows how much we appreciate you guys. Um, And we genuinely just have fun making it. And even, I mean it, Amanda, if no one liked it, I'd still make it. I know. It's fun. I know. But it is even much, that much better. It's even more fun. It's even more fun that you guys are liking it. When other people like it. Totally. We want to talk with you and it's like so fun when people write in and I love it. Yes. So we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next season. Follow us on Instagram at Therapist Watching Bravo. We'll see you in 2024. Peace. Peace. Okay, bye. Bye.